0: What's up, creators? Welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Effect Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Anna of lovemichelleanna.com, and we will be continuing the Trailblazer series on today. I am loving the feedback that we've been getting from from, ranging from Chris Harvey, a former social media director at Transformation Church. Uh, we've also had a conversation with Aaron Moses. Well, I mean, we've had such incredible guests and today is no different. We have my girl, my friend, my sister, Naomi Rain, and I already know that you guys are going to enjoy this episode. She dropped so much realness in this episode that I want you to go ahead and screenshot and share your Gems on social media make sure that you tag the flourish effect underscore on ig and you tag naomi rain like she's listen she's out here flourishing in her own way but this conversation right here was so like life-giving i'm pretty sure she's gonna want to see how it, it impacts you as well So. That's that on that. Um I also want to remind you guys there is um in the show notes of every episode there are links, right? So we have a monthly newsletter called the What's Up Creatives newsletter where it's kind of like one hub where we kind of highlight a few things that we wanted to share from our content. So we have inspiration, we have prayer, we have affirmation, and we have kind of our top um, our top things that people ask us often. So for example, if you need help with finding a tool for editing or uh, finding an app that that is helpful to you, or maybe you never heard of, we use that newsletter to really add value into your inbox. And we ain't gonna be out here emailing you every day, every week. <laughs> it's literally a once a month newsletter for you to kind of gain this knowledge right in your inbox. So make sure you click that link. It is called the What's Up Creatives Newsletter. That's that. Also, of course, you guys know that I do these this podcast uh, show in seasons. And we are almost approaching the season finale for season two, and you guys know it is a live podcast recording, right? So last time it was such a blast on on uh, Instagram that we had to just do it again. It has to happen again in the same way because it was just too good. It was just too good. So on December twenty seventh, uh, we will be hosting the live season finale for this season two um, podcast, right? So make sure that you follow us on Instagram so that you are notified of when the details um, go out for the exact time. My team and I were trying to work out what time works the best. It's looking like 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on December 27th. I believe that's a Sunday. Um, Don't quote me on that. Uh, But that is going to be the date that we're going to do the live. I'm super ready. The Lord just dropped so many gems this season. But I wanted to make sure we ended this season with a bang. We're going into a new year ready and equipped and just Ready to see what God does in our lives. Like 2020 really did something, (laughs) but God is greater, okay? Um, So that's that. That's the live podcast recording. And so make sure that you are following us. Once again, there's another link in the show notes below where you can, um, it'll take you right to our Instagram. We're almost at 5K, y'all. We are almost at 5K, so I wanna make sure that we reach that before the year is out. Now I wanna give a moment, a highlight moment moment to uh, one of the reviews of the week. Y'all have been blowing my mind. I've received so many great reviews and I can't wait to read them all. Once again, all you have to do is tap the five stars and take like 36 seconds to write a few words, a sentence or two to make sure that this podcast really gets into the ears and the eyes of people that need it the most. There are other creatives that have not discovered this podcast and by you taking the time to to give a five star rating in 36 seconds to write a few words on how it is impacting you and how amazing and resourceful this podcast has been. It literally uh, ranks, um, I don't know how the al- algorithm works, but I know it, people will discover it. Um, so here we go. We have Ra- um, Ronique. Oh my gosh, girl. I hope I'm saying your name right. But Ronique Beth says, Wow. All up in my business, girl. I'm currently listening to season two, episode three, and I'm loving every second. Thank you, Michelle, for another bomb season. You are so welcome. You guys give me so much life. I'm super grateful, super thankful that you guys take the time to even write these words. So without further ado, I am going to read to you guys Naomi Rain's bio. It is so it just sounds like her. I'm just, I, it just sounds like her, and it is so amazing. So, here we go. Naomi Rain is a down-to-earth, fun-loving wife and mom of three. When she isn't busy being a secret chef, she's committed to her mission of spreading the love of God through music. Music has played a significant role all throughout Naomi's life. Whether songwriting, singing, or playing the guitar, she has always found it easiest to communicate to people throughout through lyrics and melodies. Her desire to see the body of Christ united and empowered fuels her drive to make music that inspires others to worship God. This this is evident in her first viral single, Pour Me Out. Y'all remember Pour Me Out? Oh, that thing, that thing that thing marked me forever so make sure you hear that song pour me out by Naomi rain um that gave vocabulary to a young audience wanting to live a surrendered life uh she has worked with um artists like on countless projects um like Todd Delaney, J.J. Hairston, Jason Nelson I mean the list goes on she's currently a part of Maverick City Music as well and has played a crucial role in their global success over the past few years she is featured on songs such as story i'll tell and award nominated promises now i know y'all have heard of promises by maverick city music she is she is the voice (laughs) and it is incredible to have her on um on the podcast today one final thing that at the time of this recording did not go live, was her new project. So in addition to her uh, personal accomplishments in the industry, Naomi is passionate about making space for other creatives with similar goals, Um, whether that be through mentorship, friendship, or co-founding the indie label called The Bridge Collective. uh, Naomi is committed to doing whatever it takes to see this vision become a reality. So sometimes I try to pull from the bio what really is just kind of like eye-catching but it was a it was the bio for me it was the bio for me i had to read the whole thing but i want to make sure you guys are also following we are bridge collective which is her new baby her new project and so i'll make sure i put the link below but let's go ahead and get started and dive into today's episode Oh my gosh. So today I have my sweet friend and sister Naomi Rain. Welcome to the Flourish Effect Podcast.
1: Thank you. I (laughs) hope (laughs) we were happy.
0: I gotta warn you guys, today is gonna be a super amazing conversation. We had already before recording, we are already were (laughs) chatting it up. We're like, wait, 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 hold on we have to start recording it. So I've obviously introduced you to the creative community, but I want to know, Naomi, in your own words, like, tell us a little bit about your industry, what you do in your own words.
1: So yeah, I am a part of the Christian gospel music industry, and I'm a singer and a songwriter. That's like, professionally but I'm also a wife and a mommy I always say like I'm a mom of three and a wife of one um (laughs) which is a good thing because I couldn't juggle all of these men but um yeah like (laughs) one is hard enough but no like um I think I get most of my I guess grounding from that like being a mommy and and a wife and the crazy thing is that sometimes I have to sacrifice that to do the music, um, which also gives me most of my like floating, you know, but I think it's important to be like rooted and grounded and also just like flying and soaring. So, um, yeah, I'm a minister. I, I'm a, a worship director and um, a spiritual mom. We do all of that stuff as well um, and coaching people and helping them to live their and kind of go after the fullness of what God has for them so that's all of it in a that's nutshell that's
0: so good and listen Naomi <laughs> is so bomb like she is so chill but <laughs> no. she literally in real life is so bomb and I love that you hit on that because I want to um I kind of want to talk about that a little bit like just like the sacrifice right of the call if you will or just like the things that we have to um that we have to do in order to do the things that we're called to do can you speak on just you being a mommy and a wife and I guess the balance or the prioritizing or whatever you know whatever the word is because I know a lot of us use like different terminology when it comes to that um as it relates to you pursuing purpose right like how does that look
1: like for you well I think it so the word that i'm going to use and i i took this from somebody else i can't remember who but she said for her it was a juggle and i Mm -hmm. i identified with that because a juggle you're not holding every ball some stuff is just being thrown up you know um and it's suspended in air and i feel like god is holding the other ball while i'm like you know you know doing the other stuff so um i think i would i would also characterize that as a juggle it is not necessarily easy but what I will be and when I say that I mean there have been seasons of transition and just acclimation like just getting used to um the the juggle and and learning how to how to kind of balance and make sure like I was moving a certain way but then also I would say I feel though that I'm super graced for this and so it doesn't feel like "Oh, oh my god it just it feels Natural in a way, and it feels like something I can and should do. It doesn't feel like something like, oh, oh, well, you know, you really. And the enemy does come and try to get in my head, like you know, your kids probably don't even know what you look like anymore, or you know, just like some right. stuff like that. Right. Um, and sometimes that's difficult. And I'm not gonna hold you. There are some plane rides with some tears, you know, just like sometimes it's sad, like praying, like oh man, like I had to miss a play or something important. Um. And not that I had to, but did, just found out super late, you know, last minute, because you know the kids they don't always tell you, um, you know, when stuff is when they're supposed to bring you the paper and all of that. But and then sometimes it's just tears of of joy, you know, and just mm-hmm. saying, God, I thank you, Lord, that you've given me a family that really is. Um, a part of this whole thing with me, you know, so when I'm going out and doing things, I don't feel like I'm doing it on my own. I feel like we're all invested in, in loving, honoring and serving Jesus. And um, I hate to get super deep, like so quickly. But, you know, I want to teach my children to go after their dreams. I want to teach them to go after what they believe that God has set them to do in terms of their purpose. I believe that God gives us dreams like nobody, nobody lays down at night and goes, I know what I'm going to dream and they just dream it themselves. You know, so right, right. We talk, when we talk about a dream, I think sometimes we're thinking about a fantasy. I'm not talking about you fulfilling your fantasies. I'm talking about you fulfilling the dream, right? That God has given you. It's something that you get um, and so when i want to teach them to to, to go after their dreams to be d- diligent to be you know um serious about training and and go and practice and you know just getting whatever you need to get that but then also um i want to teach them and i want them to know that they're important to me that i'm not just somebody who's running after a dream and not serious about loving them but then here's the other side my other responsibility as a parent is to make sure that they understand that jesus is the most important thing to us and so I will lay down every single thing for Jesus and even you and that doesn't feel good but I want them they can't be an idol in my life and if I'm honoring and loving Jesus properly then they will be important they'll be loved they'll be taken care of and all of that but it's important for me to model for my children a life laid down for Christ a life laid down, and to me, if I do that well, and I'm not talking about neglect and just being in church all day, which some days I am in church all day, and I'm like, right. uh, well, <laughs> I want to go home, <laughs> right? But it, to me, it's important to model that for them because I believe that if I do that well, then whatever's going on in their lives, they know, okay, Jesus is first. That's the model. It doesn't matter what the dream is. It doesn't matter if it's track. It doesn't matter if it's basketball. It doesn't matter if it's singing. It doesn't matter if it's being a doctor or or law. Jesus first. And so Jermaine and I, that's my husband, Jermaine and I have really put our energy into trying to model that for them and saying that it looks different in, in every season and in each way. And we cal- we, re- we recalibrate things. We um, we revisit. We, we say, okay, what is our commitment going to be in this season? Um, I know I'm talking a lot, but we have to do these things, you know, regularly because seasons change and we want them to be aware of how the world works and what's important yeah. and as much as they are important to us they're not the most important you know and we have to teach them that and that is painful sometimes but mm. Girl, that
0: was loaded, but so good and so necessary. Like, I want to unpack a few things you said because first of all, shout out to Jermaine because he is so dope. Like, shout out to him. Um, he is amazing, like in real yeah. life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, baby. You know
0: what I'm saying? Right?
1: <laughs>
0: shout out to that. But also let's speak to the supportive spouse too. Like, what role in all of this um that that he has played has really positioned you to kind of catapult into your into the season like can you speak to a little
1: bit about that Jermaine is literally i i don't know if I'd be able to do anything if I didn't have him mm-hmm. um understand now we went through a season where the people he's the people the people were not too understanding they were it was difficult you know because it was yeah. like we were in conflict because we weren't after the same things yeah. he was after you know cooked dinner every night yeah. and i was after not cooking dinner every night no but you know I was after just you know being out and not having my priorities in line and so we were both off because I don't think he fully saw the vision mm. and all I could see was the vision I couldn't see what my responsibilities were and that's when we were younger in our marriage and so it was difficult you know you know we all love a little Chinese food but every night that gets disrespectful and so um it started to become like, okay, like I had to do better at, you know, yeah. making sure I took care of my responsibilities. But I can honestly say for him, um, he has to do a lot. He, and, and I will say we have a, we have a whole supportive family unit. Yeah. Like, so my, we live with my parents, a part of, we, we have like a big mother daughter house. So my parents live with it. They help us Tremendously, and then also we have our spiritual son and daughter who has a family as well. They also live with us, like in the. So we're we're a whole community, and we have a lot of help. But Jermaine literally picks up pieces, and when I'm out of out of town, he's making sandwiches and making sure he's doing whatever he can do. He picks up the slack. This man literally just helps and supports. And then at night, when I've been talking all day and I can't come home and talk, like I can't say another word. Sometimes I come home and I'm like, I can't. I don't have it in me, it ain't in it. He just, he lays there. He lets me just lay on his chest and that's, and it's good, you know, and I'm not going to front. Sometimes we're in the car and he's like, babe, we got to talk about this bill. And I'm like, I can't, can't." but you know, I'm not saying it's perfect. I don't want to paint a picture. Like, like everything is perfect. It's not, but I will say that man supports me. He, um, he uplifts me. Hmm. He prays for me. Like even last night, you know, going through some, like just dealing with some spiritual stuff and worrying in yeah. the spirit and I came in and I, he was sleeping, but he must have felt me. Cause I was like, Mm-mm.
0: Mm-hmm. you
1: know, and he was like, babe, what's going on? So I told him and he's praying for me in the middle of the night. At this point, I'm like dozing off, like, okay, we could just pray in the morning. We could, we could. And he, he's like, he's like, no, we're going to deal with it now. You know? Wow. And that's what I, that's what I need. I need somebody who's going to pray for me when I ask him, I'm like, babe, something's going on. i don't have to tell him the fullness of what it is. He's praying. He's there. He's supportive. Yeah. And he's my friend. So, yeah,
0: ultimately, ultimately. And I think so. That's two things, because I feel like, you know, you both chose well, right? You chose (laughs) well. And it's almost like even though uh, at first, like the vision was like, well, I don't see it well, but I see it. It's almost like, you know, at this point, it's like, okay, I see it now. What do I need to do to serve, you know, on both sides? Right. But the other thing that you said, which is I am such a huge advocate for is community, right so as creatives you know in whatever industry you're in your tribe like your community can you speak to the importance of finding your tribe
1: and your community because it's it is so legit like i think sometimes we place too much emphasis on one type of relationship especially in the church anybody who's saved you know you know this kind of like marriage is like the crux of everything Right. That is a picture of our relationship between us and the Father. But then also, we're, we're co-laborers with Christ. So there's a co-worker relationship that can be compared to what we, you know. So there's, there's way more. We look at, like, friendships and deep friendships that are necessary in order for us to grow and for us to live and, and to thrive. And to, Everything cannot be put on Jermaine and and everything can't be put on me. You know, he has to have other relationships that nourish and that feed him, but they should never eclipse our marriage, our marriage relationship. And so, and even with my children, it's amazing. Children need a mother and a father, right? But they yeah. also need grandparents and aunts and uncles and brothers, you know, whoever they have, they need in their lives. We have teachers and and uh, bus drivers and all these people in the community. Right. I remember this, when you were younger, you learned about all the people in the community. All the people in the community. <laughs> <laughs> that help. like we all come together and you know, the grocer is giving you your food and that and it, all of that is necessary for us to live a, um, a full life. And I think that a part of what we've seen is like movements of like no new friends and just wow. like, you know, cutting people off and oh, that's just, just seasonal. And I don't really, I'm, I'm coming away from that. And I do think some relationships do need to like toxic relationships need to be cut off. But I think sometimes we're so quick to throw people out when they challenge us. And I found that when we, um, the Bible talks in first John, if we walk in the light with God, right, if we get it right with God, we'll have fellowship with one another. And I realized that my, my relationship with God is reflected in how I fellowship with others. And I know if I'm not If I'm not right here, it's going to affect people here. A lot of times we're like, uh uh, God saved me by myself. I'm good. It's just me and Jesus. And it's like, where where you get that from? like where what verse is that in the bible i know your your favorite preacher might have said that um but it's not in the bible and that's not scriptural like he how can you love god who you can't see but you don't love your brother who you can see and when people people rub against us that's the good rubbing that helps to sharpen us it helps to um to to challenge us to move past our comfort zone and grow you cannot grow muscles don't get bigger without resistance and sometimes when people resist us we start to just pluck them off okay no thank you not calling you black unfriend you know like we do that stuff because it's like I don't need that kind of me- no you do and you will not grow and shift to the next place and so for me um really quickly I won't spend too much more time on this but for me having people in my life that I entrust my children to is important I have to be Sharpen yeah. in that area because I'm like you're not that much like that's my kid and right. what I you know and then like I don't want you to talk to them like that because that's my sweet little you know right like let me do that all of that I had to die I had to let go I had to humble myself I had to be um be vulnerable mm. and be open to to what somebody else may see about my child or maybe their needs so sometimes my mom will be like hey Savy really Savy's my youngest Savy really missed you today like we found that you know he's been doing this or he's saying maybe you need to call him more often when you get when you land or now me and myself i'm like no he's fine he'll be there because in my mind i don't want to i don't want to hear that naomi it might be too much he might need extra because in my mind i'm like i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing it no listen these people are here to help you they're not against you you know and so i have to be like Okay. um, And I'm, I mean, now in this day and age, I'm not responding like that anymore, but I'm like, okay, so what does he need? You know? And so now I'm, I'm, I do have to stretch sometimes, but I find that there's a grace for that. And it's not been anything crazy as long as the Lord was leading it, you know? Um, But I want, you need people around you to tell you the truth and to help you grow and to push past your comfort zone. Because if you're trying to do something great, you're going to need help.
0: Absolutely. Like 100%. And, and honestly, I'm curious to know, like, you know, this was your examples were so good and it spoke to even, um, just like the family, the family perspective, but I'm interested to know how has that, you know, your level of communication and vulnerability or transparency, how has that related or transferred as it relates to in your industry, in your specific industry? Like how has that grown for you? Was it uncomfortable?
1: Like, what was that like for you? Yes. So as a songwriter, I, I generally used to write by myself and now I'm in co-writing. I'm a, um, you know, I have a pub deal. So you have to write with people. Um, and here's the thing about people. (laughs) People, Tell people us. <laughs> especially like wordsmiths, you know, we like our own ideas. We like our own words. We want to say stuff the way we say it because words are very personal to us. Mm. And when you get in a room with other people um, and then you, you never know, like when it comes to artists who are also songwriters, like, is this song for you or is this song for me or is this song for somebody else? And so there's so many layers to what can go into a songwriting session. And in those moments, the Lord had to teach me really how to humble myself, how to be quiet, how to serve the song and not my own ego not my own desires and and honestly to yield you know and then when to speak up because there were moments where I didn't want to speak up because I'm like man my idea is dumb so now I don't even I'm not even honoring myself for what God has given to me I'm like no, they don't, they won't want to say that. I'm not going to release that. I'm not going to, you know, and in that I learned like, no, you've got to stand up and and realize the greatness that I've put in you. So like through these other interactions, the Lord was really building something in me also in like business, in the business world, Mm -hmm. like everybody's not your friend and you've got to learn how to navigate and do business do business and don't try to do friendship in certain areas and recognize it. that, you know, sometimes people just want the best deal. And, and if you, okay, I want to be the type of person that is so good at what I do that people go, okay, I know I want to work with her because she's going to help me get to, blah, 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 blah. but then I also don't want to be taken advantage of. And so in order to do that, you need to trust people. So I have a management team and I have people that when when people are asking me to come places that I know I really can't go to, I know it really doesn't work with my family because I do have limits and boundaries on how how many times I'll travel or, or where I'll go or for how long. Right. Um, and when they're asking questions like that, I have to be able to say no. But at first I was such a people pleaser. I didn't want to say no. But now I have people in my corner that are like. Mm-mm. Nay, you can't yeah. do it. And I'm like, no, but I just want them to know that I love them and I'm just but all of that stuff, you know, is being worked out. And I can't even say it's completely finished. I'm still getting it worked out in me, but I'm grateful for people that can show me, like, nay, like that's not gonna work. And and oh, let me say this one more thing. <laughs> what I've realized about like industry, right? So industries have levels. Say right? that. Say that. Industries have levels. So, even the okay, let's say in the music and oh no, ooh, let's do food. Let's just do the food industry. <laughs> it. So, like food industry, the mom and pop store on the corner is in the food industry. Now they might not. Now I could say even a person selling dinners from their car. They're in the industry. Now, they might not be making a whole bunch of money, and it might not be legit or sanitary, which is disgusting. But, like, they're in the industry, but they're at a low level. They deal with a certain amount of people. People will kind of put up with lateness and, you know, if they didn't leave, put a fork in the thing. You know, little Chinese restaurants. Why was with me in the Chinese food today? But, like, Chinese restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) on the corner you might just deal it's a mom and pop it's a whatever and then there's like mcdonald's that's that's a different level now you might be like mcdonald's food is crappy but you know what mcdonald's is a business it's a corporation Mm -hmm. and it's a franchise that Mm -hmm. actually it has changed the whole industry um the whole restaurant industry like period okay because of their consistency because of how they how their protocol how they manage their people and how they come now you could talk about it all you want but it has definitely shifted things and then you have fine dining restaurants and what i realized was that in order to get from one level to another i had to change really my perspective on on my value i had to change my own values and so, whereas in the beginning, I, I valued chilling with everybody and just being down, right. you know, and just right, like, right. oh, like, this Right, yes, everybody. <laughs> yes. I had to start to value my own time wow. differently. I had to start, mind you, and that, that, that threw me for one because I'm not like that. I'm like, I just want to be with everybody. I just ah. But I had to make decisions on Okay, Naomi, if you're with everybody, like you just sang until 10 o'clock. Now you're staying up. You know, because we've done this. We've, we've gone to the diner. <laughs> Super and late. we didn't leave till like 1.32 in the morning. And now you're driving home from Jersey. Right. And you're driving for two hours. Then yeah. you don't get home till four in the morning, but you got to wake up and be with your kids. Well, how does that work? Mm. Mm. How does that work? Or you have a flight the next day. And so now when you're going to minister at another place, you're, you don't have a voice you're not going to go to the next level because honestly people hear you and they go uh, it's all right there's not a, le- a level of consistency there no. nobody cares if you forgot to order the chicken for the next for next day's service no. that's what that's a part of it disciplining yourself coming up and realizing that each level requires something different and I'm gonna be honest sometimes you have to make a decision to say am I willing to do what it takes at this next to, for me to get to the next level and here's what I want to say because some people will, will listen to what I'm saying and be like she's not spiritual Um, she just wants to be with the upper echelon it's not that it's about it's about reach and impact I don't know whose voice that is this This is the person who always thinks they know everything it's super spiritual Sally you know like the thing, why, why we're here to do this, we're, we're, we're living a part of a kingdom, especially if, if God has given you something, he wants your light to shine so that men can see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. And I'm going to be honest. One of my prayers is like, Holy spirit, allow what I do to shine. Let it be so good that people go, man, that couldn't be Naomi. That has to be God but that doesn't happen without rest that doesn't happen without total reliance on him that doesn't happen without obedience that doesn't happen without me shifting my mindset and saying i can't hang out all night i can't i can't do it i gotta go shoot in the gym because in order for me to make this shot i have to practice yes it's a it's a level of discipline that's required of us and sometimes we're not willing to do that and we've got to be able to say man i'm gonna make the choice to do what it takes to get to the next level because God has not just called me to be great in this place. He's called me to make an impact. And my plan as a, as a distributor of the gospel of Jesus Christ is to do that to as many people as possible. And you can only do that when you're, when you're putting yourself in a position to go up the rungs, you know, and of this ladder in an industry. And as much as, 100%
0: girl. And I'm so glad, like, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because you're literally echoing the sentiments of what this platform is all about. You know, growing up in church, you know, you see a lot of things, you know, you pray about it and you trust it in the Lord. And, but what are you doing? What's your work ethic? right? Yeah. You have all these dreams, right? You have all these things you want to do, but are you matching your work ethic with what you're trying to, you know, what you're praying for God to manifest in your life, right? You want, you know, the Grammys or you want this and you want that, but what are you doing, right? What, what are you doing? doing in your life daily? And so honestly, like you hit like on some of the things that I wanted to say, you know, in terms of, practicality. Because yes, it is very important. The spirituality, we already know, we be with Jesus, we have breakfast with him, you know, we have lunch with him if we need to and whatever dinner, but at the same token, practically, what are we doing? And so I know you named a few things, but what do you feel like on your daily life, you had to get disciplined on in and what are the practical ways? So is it, you know, you listening to a certain podcast or book that kind of ignited that, you know, what is the thing that you have to incorporate in your daily routine that has made you or kind of like transition to you into this posture of just excellence that you're operating in now?
1: So yeah, I, I think it changes for me in different seasons. Sometimes it's a book. Sometimes it's um, really just speaking to those who I have like spiritual coverings mm-hmm. and having them pour into me. So because, so I am super spiritual. You know that Yeah, um, I'm super <laughs> spiritual. Yeah. But one of the things the Lord's been doing with me in discipline, he's, he, he trains me. Mm-hmm. And so when the Holy Spirit trains you, he trains you in natural things for a spiritual outcome, if that makes sense. Yes. Um. And so for me, I'll tell you this last season, the Lord's been calling me to a greater level of discipline. So that means Naomi, you have to wake up and go for a walk in the morning. 30 minutes. He didn't say, you know, tie a boat or whatever. It wasn't <laughs> that, you know, it was go for a walk right. because what he's calling me to is he's, the Lord is teaching me how to rest on the go because because of this next season I'm, I'm coming into, well, the season I'm into right now, oh, which oh. is like, I'm doing a lot more traveling. We just came out of COVID, that whole, yes. you know, sitting in the house and we, I mean, we might be going back in, um, right. but into another another lockdown. Anyway, we might go. Right, 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 right. um, but coming out of that and getting back, I feel like the Lord reset us and was like, okay, I'm doing work and now it's time to grind. It was important for me to get up every morning and go for a 30 minute walk. That's it. Just 30 minutes. And to make sure that was my focus. There have been times and seasons. Um, and I, and if I'm honest, I feel like the Lord was actually making sure I got some daggone vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was. <laughs> because you could just pee in. Yes. Oh my right? gosh. And not, and, and literally it elevated my mood. It shifted me. It shifted me, my mindset, whereas before I was like, oh, what's going on? But Mm -hmm. doing that walk literally set up the rest of my day. Um, There were times where the Lord had me to sit in his presence for an hour in the morning. And I know it's like, that's not the the practical thing, but it helped me. Because here's my thing. I have a problem with people who say they pray, 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 but they have no strategy. So what what? What are you actually doing? right? Right.
0: Right, right,
1: right, right you said the Lord called you, but he didn't tell you anything. And all that time you were sitting in the room with him. Okay. Something ain't right. something ain't right. Something ain't... <laughs> something ain't right. So, you know, I leave the presence of the Lord with ideas, with strategy, with wisdom, with, with cross outs. And he's like, no, I didn't say that, you know, and like, you know, and, and he's, and he's tailoring it. And then sometimes I leave with more questions, but he's telling me, go talk to this person. I leave with, with actual direction. And I feel like before I say anything practical, I feel like you need the direction of the Holy Spirit before you do anything. Because we're not just aimlessly going down every path and just trying stuff. Oh, let me just throw this this penny in the in the well and see what comes from it. We're not just wishing on a star. We're actually following the leading of the Holy Spirit. But for me, again, that looks like rehearsing, practicing um, my, my vocals, like making sure I'm good. And again, I'm not perfect on this every single day. Wow. That doesn't always work out, but that's it. It's going food shopping. So that when, or now I'm ordering on Amazon for, from Whole Foods, but anyway, like <laughs> it's convenient. doing the, li- <laughs> right. But it's doing, taking the time to do the little things that I know will throw me If I'm trying to be creative, I can't do that. If I have a bunch of other stuff on my list, this, my my hand gestures right now. Oh, but that's how we do though. Like
0: it, no, it's fine. You know, honestly, I'm so glad you dropped the whole like Amazon thing because, um, you know, people ask me just stuff like that, like time savers, what are time savers for you and just your lifestyle and you even as like, you know, your profession and your industry, what are some things that you obviously using a
1: service like Amazon, what else would you say? time saver for you um also like I have sometimes I have to listen to songs and and do stuff like that I'll do that in a shower that's so So, yeah now mind you some people are like no my shower is my sacred space I have to do that you know by itself but no that is my like that's my my time i do a lot of my phone calls while i'm doing other like doing other things i have to multitask also i have like i have um people that i mentor and spiritual children i meet with weekly and sometimes they gotta come with me and do an errand with me um because i can't now i know i would love to give you undivided attention but right now in this season i have to maximize my time um and then the other thing is sometimes I have to set aside time where I'm not doing anything. And that that moment that I give to the Lord, that moment that I set aside for silence and solitude, actually, it's like a tithe of your time. Ooh. You know, it's like when you give God 10%, he maximizes the 90. When you try to do 100, you're like, oh, hundred it's too right. much. You can't even handle 100. Right. So when I do my time with the Lord like that, it's like, for some reason, there's an extra grace on the rest of my time that as I've, as I've set aside the first part of my day to honor the Lord and to make my bed, you know, and to do that type of stuff, it sets my mind up. Those those little, I don't want to call them rituals because I don't like that word. But right, um like those little habits. Habits yes, yeah, and routine. <laughs> yes. Those little God routines God forbid. <laughs> right. I don't we doing no witchcraft. Um <laughs> so you know those little routines and habits actually help your mind be clear so you can actually deal with the stuff that comes in a day. Okay, another thing yes. real quick is I don't worry about clothes. Like there's like the days that I'm um, home, I'm mostly wearing a black t-shirt and, a, and some black leggings. I'm not thinking about, what are you wearing today? But that's that's an extra thing in your brain that you don't need. You It'll be good for you to have pretty much, now I don't know if this is make you, gonna make you sad. I don't know who I'm talking to, you, <laughs> whoever you are. But some people don't like this, but just same breakfast, same lunch pretty much the same yeah, Create I I routine with that stuff yeah because you if you are going to be if you if God is calling you to a greater level of thought in terms of creativity you don't need to be thinking about mm-hmm. what am i going to eat and blah blah, blah. Mm-mm. eggs oatmeal whatever it's going to be and maybe do it even the night before like prep your stuff that stuff will help you be clear and free in the daytime um to handle the other stuff you gotta do Listen, that's so good because i'm actually looking
0: into um i went vegan back in august you know i've been a vegetarian for like six years yes. i thought you and i were talking about it a few
1: i don't even yes. know what
0: that was I um, just like chicken i know i know i know i know and I my blood
1: type is was, oh Yeah. I need the meat
0: Yeah. And it's all good. But like, for me, even like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, okay, I might have to just, you know, be able to invest in the meal plan or just something like that. So I can go like, you know, God also is calling me to this kind of like greater thing. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to figure out where I can save my time. And although it's going to, I'm going to have to spend money. It really is an
1: investment. into It is.
0: I can it is. invest my time into what I know
1: I'm supposed to do I want to pay for like your first month I'm dead serious oh my god are you serious I'm dead serious y'all what <laughs> I'm dead serious You know why? Because, well, two, that's another tip. Like, I feel like giving and doing, like, helping other, investing and sowing into other people actually helps bear fruit in your own life. And it opens you up to, like, there are moments people have invested in me, they've given to me and poured into me. And it was such a, such, it opened, it, you ever, ooh, you ever felt like it was, like, stale like a stale room like the air was still and then you open the windows and then like the breeze started sometimes when somebody does something like that in your life it just uh, the wind begins to blow and I feel like um for you I feel like that I don't know if you're going to take this out, I guess. but I really feel like for you, like it's a time like that, the wind like blow. And I felt like that was almost the start of your journey. And sometimes the start is like the hardest part, but you don't have to worry even about starting. Like you've done, you've been such a pioneer in terms of like what you've been able to do and like focusing on what God has called you to do. I feel like it's time that others invest and pour into. So I'll pay for your first month. I don't know if I'm going to regret that, but I'm going to do it. <laughs>
0: first of all first of all Naomi does this thing with me every time like you cannot be around her and her not come out of nowhere with something whether it be a prophetic word or (laughs) something like that oh my god I thank you so much I'm not even gonna fully weep okay right now because I'm just so thankful like to have people like you around and just in real life and honestly it speaks to what we were talking about before community, right? Like, and just yes. like opening yourself up. Um, but you would have never known that had I not talked about it, right? Like, if we don't have the conversation, it's like, how do you even know?
1: Talk. How do you even know? um Oh my God. Okay. Wow. So, wow. I'm okay. serious though. Make sure you send me, like, tell me which one. I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay. 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 <laughs> we're focused. We're back. Can I I say this too? Wait, wait, no, really quick, really quick. quick, I feel like nutrition and taking care of your body is super important. So if God, if the Lord is saying, let go of the dairy and the eggs, Michelle, like just let it go. Cause sometimes, you know, the dairy, Mm, it gets you. Listen, if God is doing that, sometimes that obedience, you know, it, it unlocks something for you and it doesn't even have to be um, something that you could sense in the natural, like Mm. I mean, my thing is I'm always like, Lord, just take some pounds away from me, but it might not be like, you know, a weight loss or something. And maybe that's not what you want, but you know, I feel like the Lord, like when you're obedient and do what he's telling you to do, it might seem so insignificant. He's training you in his voice. And so you're actually, it's success, you know? And so we build success upon the last success. Like we build, um, like block upon block, line upon line, precept upon precept. And so when we are committed to something and consistent in our lives, we're actually building. Mm. You know, and so and people wonder why they're not successful is because you haven't had a level of consistency or commitment to something that you've that you've known to do and you don't even trust yourself anymore because you don't follow through with anything you say you're gonna do. Exactly. So I bind the devil. I bind the devil Sorry. in that area. No, and it's so good because I think that a lot of us
0: like we have not reached a de- a level of discipline and then we're upset that god has not blessed us with the more or has not blessed us with what we desire or what we're praying right. about or the rewards of our workings or whatever the case is and it's like well are you stewarding well what you actually have i talk about this all the time like what Are you doing with the time that you have? Are you disciplining yourself well, right? Like, and so for me, like, man, the month of August in terms of food wise, I was like, All right, Lord, is this the real thing? And He was like, Yep, this is the real thing. We were really doing this. And so it really wasn't, like you said, it wasn't about um, weight loss or like, you know, any of that. It was really all of this is about discipline. All of this is about me getting to a new, a greater level of discipline. And that's something that I have not always always been good at right I have been listen I have been I'm naturally very spontaneous like I'm just like oh let's just you know feel our way through like (laughs) (laughs) what a lot of people are shocked that like I tell them like no I have to work at being organized in this level I have to work at being um you know having this level of work ethic like it takes work and and sometimes quite, to be quite honest with you, you don't feel like doing it, right? Like, you're not
1: feeling it.
0: (laughs) You're not feeling it, right? So we see you like Naomi Rain and like all these different things and showing up, but like, it's also, there are tears that I just shed because honestly, I wasn't feeling it, you know, but if I went, based off that I wouldn't be able to experience the things that I am now, that I'm experiencing now. So what do you feel like is, um, just a hard lesson, if you will, in your industry that you've learned that you want other creatives to avoid. That you're like, don't do this. Do not do this. (laughs) I know there's probably many, but
1: (laughs) yeah, I would say guard your tongue and guard your heart. I think sometimes we let too much out the bag. And I I will say for me, I am a person that wears my heart on my sleeve. I'm, I tell you what I'm thinking. I, I pride myself on being, Super honest and real, um, and direct because I think that we just waste too much time with the like, Like, let's just let's
0: be right, Right. let's be clear, let's be
1: clear. (laughs) Yes, that's that New York, you know, that upstate. Yes, listen, like, let's be clear,
0: let's get it. No, I'm the same way, I'm the same way. Yes,
1: it's that, but I, but I think that in doing that, sometimes, like, when Mm That's good if you're in a, in a healthy relationship, but in business and in industry, sometimes everybody's not healthy. Some people don't always have the best motives. You know, they have ulterior motives and, and you guys are not always on the same page. So if you say everything, you can actually end up ruining yourself. And then also, um, I would say guarding my heart. I think sometimes I thought people were my friends that weren't my friends and I didn't, or I wrongly identified our relationship So whereas I thought that they, we were friends when I was actually called to maybe minister to them or be a mentor or vice versa. Like I thought maybe I should like be distant from this person, but the Lord really had called them as a friend, you know? And so there was somebody I could lean on or somebody who was supposed to mentor me or, or I was supposed to glean from, and I just kind of treated them as a friend. Um, And so to me, I felt like I, i realized that i needed to take time to really assess the relationships and guard my heart and not just jump into something but assess it take time um and because to me i always want to be friendly with people i always want to be like yay bestie let's all be together (laughs) right (laughs) it's like ma'am we just met each other what are you talking about you know so um I think that that's one of the lessons I would say, like guard your heart. And when the Bible says to guard your heart, it doesn't mean keep everybody out, never have people in. It doesn't mean that. It means like, yo, make sure you're not harboring anger, resentment, um, distrust you know weird stuff or just giving it randomly too quickly so it's both sides of it um but it was important for me one way I could guard my heart is not giving it so quickly so that when people break it I'm not like oh god now I gotta keep it and hope no like that it just doesn't work you know it it just doesn't work it's not healthy so that's, that's
0: so good and I think that's so I I feel like that is very um helpful, you know, because if someone is new in the industry and they just, they just want to kind of get it in and get, you know, do whatever, take up all the opportunities they can, but it's very important to pause and assess what's going on, you know? Uh, One of the last questions I want to ask you, this is not the last one, it's almost the last one, but what's like a source or a tool or an app right now that you're loving right now that like it's literally specific to, you know, singer-songwriters or maybe it's a journal or a pen or just something, maybe like two things that you're loving right now?
1: So right now I'm loving the app Song Space. It is an app for songwriters. You can put all your songs, your lyrics and everything. And then when you want to share it, Everything's in there. You, the writers who wrote on the song, so it's so good. Everything is like, doo, 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 and you can share it, and then people don't have to be downloading your song and have it though. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So right. It's like safe, <laughs> and also Google Docs. That's how I write Ooh, songs and co-write. Yo goes hard. Google Docs is my favorite app right now. Can't um, say. is that true? Probably Cash App too. <laughs> um but um no but yeah Google Docs is like a lifesaver. I love being able to work on things like for productivity when I'm working with other people. Um and then to have my doc everywhere. Like I like I like the notes app in my in my iPhone but I I really love Google Docs because I think it's like real-time editing and we can like be writing together. It's super um super helpful. I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh ticker, 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 ticker.
0: So good though, but no, I feel like Docs is so universal. Like, if you're not using Google Docs, what are you even doing? Like, hello, (laughs) especially Cash App. (laughs) Hello,
1: okay, okay. People need it. Hey, the people need to know. (laughs) Honey, help me. Help us. I I know this is like super. Um, everybody's like, yeah, duh. Um, YouTube. YouTube. I love it. Yes because I get to learn. I get to learn. I'm not like, I tell you again, like I'm always like running. So I'm not so good with books and um, like reading books, even though I am reading a book right now. I, I, why did I say it like that? I am reading a book. I'm more of an auditory learner and I had to discover that. And so Um, with that being so it's easy for me to listen. I don't even really watch the videos. I'm listening and I'm able to take in so much. And so, um, learning about different things that I don't know about and trying to get unbiased information, um, is really super important to me. Um, I, YouTube, I'm literally probably on it more than I'm not.
0: YouTube is bomb, honestly like I've learned so many like learn how to use so many softwares like systems and all that stuff. Yeah. It goes hard. Um, but anyway, okay. So we're wrapping up today's episode, but I want to ask you, I've been asking all of my guests the same question. You know, what does it mean to you to create a flourish effect? You're on the flourish effect platform right now. What does it mean to you to create a flourish effect? And what would you say to encourage others to also create their own flourish effect? My part in that
1: I think is making a relationship with God, something that is cool, normal, good, beneficial, like, and really like necessary. Like I need it. If I didn't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, I would really be a mess. Like i talk to my friends and I'm like, y'all probably think I'm crazy. And they're like, yeah, we do. (laughs) So I know if I didn't have the Holy Ghost, it would be even worse. Um, so yeah, like I'm, it's, it's literally like, it's literally making the Holy Spirit attractive, um, and, and helping people realize that he really does want to teach us, to help us, to train us, to guide us, to do all of the good stuff that we need. Um, I think if I, I would encourage others to like have their own slursh effect by like, yo, be yourself. Like, come on, bro. Nobody, nobody wants the fake version of you. I mean, and if these, if people do, like, get away from them. Get away. You know what I'm <laughs> like, get away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do us all a favor when you are who God has called you to be. I know for me, like. I feel like I'm a I'm a pioneer. I feel like I'm pioneering into something and doing something different. Um mm. and that's difficult. But I would say, like, hey, like trust yourself to be different. Yeah. You might not you might not be the next, and I always say her, you might not be Beyonce. I knew you was gonna go there. <laughs> like, all I, feel like, I feel like everybody wants to be Beyonce, but it's like you might not be Beyonce. You might be like, Somebody else, like, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, like, like, should Ciara quit because she's not Beyonce? Should I'm trying to find? Should Shakira quit because she's not Beyonce? Should J Lo? J Lo ain't quitting. J said, "I'm not, not." She is in the game. Legendary. Okay? She said, "I'm J Lo." Okay, but I'm saying like these people haven't quit because somebody else is doing something. They're like, "I'm gonna be me," and and the reality is, the reality is like we just need you to be your authentic self and so um with training with growth and all of that so like be that and I really feel like as you do that like the world will get what you're supposed to give and be be okay if it's not as big as you thought like don't I don't want to go for big I just want to go for true like what's Mm -hmm. true to me what what's authentic and what's real not like just big you know, because so you cool. might be disappointed if it doesn't happen the
0: way. Right, you. right, and I also feel like we all do uniquely occupy a space in this earth. Yes. It's so necessary, you know, and that's but like. What this is all about, like you are called to stand in a gap in your industry. You know what I mean. And I think that is so important that we get in position. So, oh my gosh, today was so amazing day.
1: Oh I had so god. much fun.
0: Oh my god, me too. But please let us know. Let the people know where they can find you um on
1: social media or wherever your website, whatever. Please let the people know where they can find you. Okay, so I am on Instagram and it's Naomi Rain N A O M I R A I N E um and y'all I'm really not on Facebook but you know because Instagram posts to Facebook too i'm just yo it's important for me not to be on social media all day because it drives the people crazy wow. and i it, it wastes my time so um so i'm really not on Facebook but on Facebook it's Naomi Rain as well um yeah, that's pretty much it. And then also on YouTube, I'm sorry, oh, on YouTube okay. is is the Naomi Rain or the Naomi Rain, T H E Naomi Rain. Right. Um, and we have like a bunch of videos and docu stuff and a cover with Michelle Anna. Yes! Which we, do we definitely did a cover. Yes. How long ago was that already? <laughs> that was like two years ago. Oh my gosh, yep. we need to do an updated version of something. Oh my, we do. Wow. We gotta do something else. Flies, but. but- also, what I'm about to say, like on Spotify, Apple Music, you know what I'm saying? Go download the music. Um, I have my own music, which is under Naomi Rain, but then I also sing with this collective, Maverick City Music. You may have heard of it. Um, and so yeah, like we're there too. Um,
0: and it's amazing. Listen, let me tell you something. Your, I mean, Promises came out at a legendary time for us all and it was a God thing. It was a God thing. So I thank you on behalf of everybody on the earth (laughs) for that sound, like seriously. So once again, like, thank you so much for coming on the show, the podcast today. And um, yeah, I hope everybody enjoys it.
1: Make sure you give her a follow and yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode.